Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. My name is Cedric Bailey, and I'm so glad to be on Heaven 97 KHVN. And joining me all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada, one of the first announcers for KHVN, the one and only, our girl Sunday, Lawana Johnson. Hey, Lawana. Hi, God bless you. Thanks for giving me a call. And KHVN Heaven 97 was the beginning of the greatest gospel career for me personally and for everyone that was there. We all, we all were blessed just being in Joe Bagby. I mean, to be under Joe Bagby, you actually learned gospel and how to perform. And he was really a blessing. Yes, he, he was. He hired me. Yes, he did. And let me tell you this. When if you did when you did the morning show with Joe Bagby came on there, he would play them old songs like Katie Sankey and I Need Thee mm-hmm. and all those different mm-hmm. songs to start off the morning. And as soon as he said those words, what he said, because he started off with prayer, the lines was just light up at mm-hmm. five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that's very true. And the, the first Sunday that we ever broadcast. He worked from like, I think, six to noon, and I was supposed to be doing noon to four, and Reverend Green was coming in, but he didn't show up. So Mm -hmm. my very first Sunday on air was an eight-hour shift, and I tell you, I played albums. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we had. You know. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, the station was the sister station of K&OK, and it was located on Kimball Road on the north side of Fort Worth because the tower is still there today. I think that's right off of 28th yes. Street, you know. Yes, yes. And then, of course, um, um, Minnie Francis and, oh, it's been so many. But, you know, Minnie Francis is, is with the Lord now, so yeah. we just praise God. But there, there was just a blessing to be a KHVN. Oh, and the Midnight Musical, you yes. know. Yep. So many things came from K. Oh, oh, and tea cake, the tea cake cook-offs, and Brother Joe was just um, a genius when yeah. it came to gospel radio. And you can't forget the swap shop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, the swap shop. That was on Thursday yes, mornings. They did that on Thursday. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, and it's been so many years ago, but it still just seems like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So what is your favorite moment about Brother Joe Bagby that you like the most? Because, you know, people would call the radio station like if there was a fire in the neighborhood or so mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and and somebody needed a system. Joe Bagby was right. so smooth, he could raise the money so quick to get that family taken yes. care of. Well, to be honest, I had never, you know, I was a West Coast girl. So, you know, Vegas is quite different. And I had, you know, wore these little shiny pants. And he was like, I'm giving you this job, but I bet not never see you in those pants again. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But then um, when I would ride the motorcycle, you know, because my husband at that time had a motorcycle. So Joe would tell people, oh, here she comes on the motorcycle. And then he called my kids Booger and Bear. (laughs) So, you know, he just had a sense of humor. He was intelligent, smart. He was, that was my favorite part about KHVM was knowing Brother Joe Bagby. 
because he really, you know, taught me about being a Southern girl or, you know, because we didn't wear, I wore fishnets, you know, not stockings, but I mean, and then I became, um, they did a program. It was called the Rose of Texas, Yellow Rose of Texas. So really I became a Southern belle more or less, Mm -hmm. you know, and because of Joe and he would always tell you the truth, no matter and so you couldn't help but grow. Yeah. And KHVN really that that was the beginning for me. And yeah. I'm just grateful to have that opportunity. That's what you call timing. Yeah. Because I was at the move from Las Vegas. So, you know, I wanted my sons to go to college. Yeah, they did. And they became coaches. Oh, yeah, they did. Yes. And graduated from Grambling and Ole Miss. I mean, you know. I wasn't necessarily a Texas girl, but yet I sacrificed. And every mother out there knows that when it comes to your children, you'll do whatever. But God blessed me even through that by emceeing and and being with KHVN and all the opportunities of meeting all our fans. Yes. Then, I mean, people were with you regardless. Yes. I'll never forget. Well, hold that thought, Luana. Hold hold that thought because I got to take a break. We're not done. We're reflecting. We're thanking God and thanking Mortensen Broadcasting for allowing us, the former announcers, to be able to come back on and talk about the legacy of this gospel station that has blessed the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I'm Cedric Bailey with your girl Sunday, Luana Johnson, and we'll be right back with more.
Sunday, Luana Johnson is hanging out with us. She's in Vegas, and we appreciate all the feedback and everything that's been going on. When we left, left talked, we talked about Brother Joe Bagby and the programs. Now, do, what staff do you remember working there during your time period there, Luana? Because we were a daytime uh, station. We weren't 24 hours in, so we would go right, off at night, right. and then we had to lower the power for the station. And Brother yeah. Joe would leave, because he lived in Dallas, and the station was in Fort Worth, yeah. so he had to drive every morning yeah. At five, get there at four something in the morning. But but who were all the staff during that time period? Well, I remember Dexter Andrews, yep. Warren Brooks, um, uh, Katrina Bryant, Drew Dawson, Amini uh, Francis. Uh, um, oh, gee. Do you remember Teresa uh, being our receptionist? You second? too. Yeah. Huh? You remember Teresa? She was our, our receptionist during that time period. Then we had Carolyn Morris who did our sales. Now, the yes. sales office was in Dallas, yes. and then Carolyn Roberts yes. was our executive uh, secretary. So we were all over yes. there, and the salespeople were in Dallas, and then we were in Fort Worth, and then we left, and we went to Arlington. Now, when we were in, we left after the fire because KHVN had to go out in a trailer there, and I used mm-hmm. to have to go out there and look at the tower just to get the readings and everything, and we all had to have <laughs> license to be on the radio. Yes, you did. Yes, you had to have license. But I do know um, you, Cedric, when you came in, you had experience. And, you know, I feel like you're kind of like radio mother. (laughs) But anyway, you already had experience. But I'm so proud of how far you have taken your career and being the um, um, Hall of Fame and you've really helped it. so many other announcers, other stations. You have always been open and, and not um, gracious and to others. And I really appreciate you for that. And I'm proud of where you have come from. And now, you know, Rejoice Musical Soul Food and everything you do, you do it as unto the Lord. And that's why it's come full circle and of course we cannot forget robert ashley yep, robert hallelujah yeah he made khvn as far as when it was news or community events robert ashley i mean i give him a a 1000 um you know he gets for being there and he's been there forever from yeah. the beginning yeah pretty much yeah well let me just say this i want to say thank you because when I came in the gospel industry, this was in the 80s, uh, Vanessa Bell Armstrong was considered really contemporary during that time period in the Winans. Mm-hmm. And and uh, those were contemporary artists. But we would play like uh, uh, James Cleveland. As a matter of fact, Luana, mm-hmm. uh, we hooked up with Jill Kelly and we used to have those choir nights in Fort Worth. And those were great oh, nights. Yes. But we went there Midnight to the Midnight Musical. The Midnight Musical. <laughs> I mean, people were coming from everywhere, but we went to the uh, the Fort Worth Convention Center. We had the KHVM Mass Choir, 
And when mm-hmm. we went down there, James Cleveland was there. This was like 1987. Yes. And Joe looked at me, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, it was so funny because I was looking at Dexter over there, and Joe looked at me and said, well, why don't you bring Cleveland on? I said, who, me? I'm 27 years, years old or something like that time period. And I got a chance to bring him on the stage. And I was yes. just like, yes. you know, that was, <laughs> it was just like, it was just amazing. And I learned during yes. that time period, you just didn't flip on a switch to talk. You had scriptures. You had to be able to act like Jesus yes. was sitting in the room yes. with you when you was, was on the air. It, it was personality radio, period. And then also the sportatorium. Yes, about it's that one. In, in, in a wrestling match, you know, and, and they would start at four and we wouldn't leave there till midnight. You I know mean, what? All night long. Because you had, you had Robert <laughs> Blair, you had the Mighty Clouds of Joy, you had Tutu and the Truth Edge. Shirley Caesar. Yes. I had Andrews. Yes. Dorothy. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and Joe started that thing off. Everybody be waiting. Joe just come out of nowhere. And start that off real quickly. And I tell you what, we had some great times. And it was just amazing. Uh, we, You remember the, the uh, Al Epps and the good-looking Bob Brown? That's- Amen. Yes, Bob Brown. That's <laughs> who I was forgetting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was something else. And, he was, he, to me, he was like, wee, this is Bob Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it was good-looking Bob Brown. And, and, the, and the sisters... <laughs> They wanted to see him. Where's this good looking Bob Brown? And I want to see him. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go, Luana. Hey, listen, I got to go. We're having fun. I want to say thank you again. I got one more thing I'll share here in just a few minutes as we wrap this up. But Luana, thank you so much for sharing these precious memories with us. And I pray that God will continue to bless you and take you higher. And thank you for just reminiscing with us and taking us back down memory lane. And remembering one of oh, the Oh yes. And my spirit will always hover over the Dallas Fort Worth area because that is a part of home, even though home is Vegas. Amen. So my blessings and the light of Christ be with everyone. God bless you and happy twenty twenty one. Amen. We got more on the way, so keep it right here.
Welcome back. I'm Cedric Bailey, and this time I got my friend Robert Ashley. God bless you, man. How are you doing? Well, well, happy New Year's to you, Cedric Bailey. God bless you, my brother. We're blessed and highly favored. How about yourself, man? I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm up here in Oklahoma, but I've been hearing about what's going on there in Dallas-Fort Worth about KHVN, and I want to say thank you to Deontay Graham and uh, Mortensen Broadcast for allowing us to to reminisce and talk about KHVN. Now, Robert, um, you were there before I was there, man. So let's hear about your story because you came out of Grambling and out of Shreveport, Louisiana, because that's your home, man. But how did you land the job at KHVN? Well, uh, take for example, I was I was actually uh, – I did graduate from Grambling State University with a degree in uh, journalism with a minor in uh, radio television. And I had worked in Shreveport, Louisiana, my hometown, 
uh, for at least maybe three years. I did radio, television, newspaper, did the whole nine there in Shreveport. And I went on down to Baton Rouge, which was the state's capital. I wanted to get down there to maybe try to learn something about government and things like that. You know, just being a newsman. Um, and spent about five years in Baton Rouge covering news. And that was one day uh, in Baton Rouge, I was, you know, covering the news. And there was a story out of Dallas involving the singer by the name of Rick James, the late Rick James. Uh, Rick James and Tina Marie were on concert. They were doing concerts. And he fainted on stage in Dallas. And he was going to appear in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the next weekend. So I wanted to localize the story and say, hey, uh, here's a guy that's coming to town and he's fainted. And I called Dwayne Dancer, yes. uh, who was the program director at the KNOK, I believe it was, at that time, 107, owned by Earl Graves of Black Enterprise Magazine. And I interviewed Dwayne for the story. Mm-hmm. And we developed a conversation that eventually led to me sending him an audition tape uh, to work for a KNOK. Um, and I uh, wanted to work for Earl Graves, publisher of Black Enterprise Magazine, because I respected the journalism that that magazine did. And uh, that eventually got me into the Dallas market. And, you know, we did news there for uh, 107, uh, KSAC's Jazz. And then when KSAC changed its format from jazz to gospel, boom, we landed right there at Heaven 97. Yep, sure did, man, and had some great memories. So do you remember Minnie, Minnie, uh, Minnie uh, George or Minnie Francis? Her name was Minnie Francis. And she was a receptionist, yeah. and she did a show in the morning. And then she, eventually she did the gospel on, on our sister station, which was KNOK, and then it later changed to KDLZ. <laughs> yes, uh, Minnie Francis, uh, Minnie, I have to give Minnie kudos because Minnie basically changed the journalistic direction uh, of my life. She gave me one newspaper article about the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and I read that article, information that I'd never been exposed to before, and it came from the Memphis a commercial appeal newspaper, and it was about a conspiracy of how the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, and all these guys conspired to kill Dr. King, and eventually some of the documents were uh, declassified to a great extent. But Minnie Francis put me on a journalistic tread that led me to be investigative, open-minded, and just not accept the status quo when it comes down to the narratives we get every night on the media. It, it allowed me to think for myself as a journalist, but but Minnie Francis, man, God bless her, and, and uh, may she rest in peace. Yeah, she was saying, how are you doing? I'm blessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly She was very authoritative, yes. uh, but, but she, was, she, she had an anointing on her that would remind you of a Mary McLeod buffoon or a Sojourner True. Yeah, she did. And, and you mentioned about Dr. Martin Luther King coming up on January the 15th. They are going to release the movie. It's going to be on, uh, of course, on demand about Martin Luther King from the FBI perspective, J. Edgar Hoover. So it's amazing <laughs> that you said that. So that's coming out. I got the report today on my show. But uh, well, well, the fact is, the fact is that our own government conspired to kill Dr. King because he was a threat to the military-industrial complex. But uh, uh, that's another story. Yes, it is. Hey, listen, we got to take a break, y'all. When you get on with Robert Ashley, you're going to get the truth. We're going to talk about some of the other people like John Delly, Dale Irby, uh, Victor McCray worked at the station, Daryl Day worked at the station, Drew, and then we're going to talk about the programs for Sisters Only. We got to talk about Minnie George, too. It's all going down as we remember Heaven 97, KHVN.
I'm striving, trying to make it through this barrel and Yes, sir. But as I go from day to day, I can hear myself say, Trust me, child. Come on, I hold your hand.
and remembering, of course, KHVN, Heaven 97, and I got the last of the Mohicans, Robert Ashley, who has been there the whole <laughs> time, man. How do you feel from that? Well, I, t- I tell you, Cedric, I I, I, I thank God for, for planting. I, I was planted. I, I had a uh, my grandmother and pastors would say down through the years, you don't get that kind of longevity unless God plants you there. And uh, as a journalist for 30 years, three decades to be able to practice the field of journalism and, and to be able to go out with a sense of integrity. And, uh, uh, and you know, uh, I feel good about being an ally of truth. And, you know, the current president, President Trump, of course, we're looking at 46, Joe Biden elect, if he becomes it. Uh, the president Trump has always said that was fake media. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm here to basically back up, back, back up what the president said, that the media has been lying to the American people. And uh, I think God has some of us in the media because he doesn't want us to perish because of a lack of knowledge. Amen. Well, that's why we call him the host of the community forum. Now, let's go ahead and do our roll call (laughs) as we do this. Before I say anything, we had some unique listeners. I mean, some serious listeners like Miss Sue. And I remember when Kirk Franklin used to call us and we had the Midnight Musicals, Jill Kelly and everybody, and it was off the chain. But, man, I'm trying – I was just telling Luana earlier – about uh, Al Epps, the good-looking Bob Brown, Dexter Andrews, <laughs> Reverend David Green. Oh, yes, James Mitchell, man. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. The late James Mitchell uh, from the north side of Fort Worth. Uh, uh, just, just an incredible fellow. Worked at the post office, did that Saturday morning show. Uh, just an incredible fellow that recently went home to be with the Lord. We, we miss the one and only James Mitchell. Yes, we miss him too as well. But, man, we had so many great memories. But, man, do you remember when Brother Joe would used to answer the phone? And he, uh, Minnie George was in the hospital over there in Arlington, and um, he laid the phone down. And left, she was talking for five minutes, driving the nurses crazy over there. Joe, Joe would say, ladies, Joe would say, ladies I remember Joe, that. we'll be right back, but I'm going to set the phone down. <laughs> yeah, she was an incredible listener. Uh, that was Mother Ballot, uh, all kinds of people, all, all kinds of passion. We, 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 it was like a, a gospel family. And you know, Cedric, I, I kind of sense in my spirit, uh, when we get to heaven, uh, when we move from this time and into eternity, I said there's going to be a, a, a great a great banquet or some kind of great reunion. Yes, and that's what we're going to do. But I want to say this because we have so much to say, but, man, you know, uh, you had a chance, and I want to commend uh, Warren Brooks and Drew Dawson and Katrina. We had for Sisters yeah. Only. Yeah. We had, we had big concerts, man. We went to Fort Worth and hooked up with our sister station, 100.3 Jams, and, man, we brought in Walter Hawkins, 
we had some big concerts. We was with Kirk and the family, and we was going to Grace uh, Temple Seventh-day Adventist Church there on Barry, and we watched that whole thing uh, grow. We saw God's property. We saw uh, Carmina come in, who did a phenomenal job taking the station. We worked with Jamila. We worked with Tanya. Tanya Hall. I mean, Robert, what could you say about the new folks that took it on to the next level? Well, I'll tell you, you know, we, we also had people like Daria Tolbert, uh, uh, Autumn Ken, a lot of the young people. It seemed like God supplied us, so, Cedric, uh, with generational soldiers. With, with, uh, there were certain people who were called for this generation, others who were called for that generation. And uh, God knew exactly what he was doing because he was concerned about edifying the body of Christ. And the one thing that we can say about Heaven 97 K10, uh, we, we did help save souls. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we snapped a lot of people out of hell. Uh, this was a, 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 a spiritual, I look at what I did as a media guy, as a spiritual calling uh, to be an ally of truth and to be a priest of my home at a time when black men were being accused of not uh, being the kind of priest of our home that we should be. But, you know, God used that radio station to edify not only uh, the African-American community, but we were like almost the moral conscience, not only of Dallas-Fort Worth, the moral conscience of the world. Yeah. Do you remember the time when the ratings came out and um, they took us out to Los Colinas because we was on the Texas Commerce Bank building at that time, and they took <laughs> us out to Humperdinks, and, and Joe said, well, what did they do? He said, well, we, this was before the other stations came in, and... Um, and uh, he t- they told us that we had made the best rankings. We had 250,000 strong listeners. And it was just, yes. and, and that was, I don't know if it was Granham or Summit, whoever it was that was the company, but they appreciated us. And it was a blessing. And also, uh, another thing about the ratings that we had, we had at one time a TLC, the most time spent listening. We had very, very loyal listeners who would never move that radio uh, dialed off of Heaven 97. All right. Well, listen, we got a special guest that's going to be joining us next. Folks, y'all better get ready. Robert Ashley and I, Robert, you don't even know who's going to come on the line, but y'all need to get ready. <laughs> get ready. Get your popcorn. We'll be right back. <laughs> Where love will never cease We're willing to die 
It's not the Saturday yeah. night praise party of Demarcus and Shay. It's Mother Baker. Now, see, I was talking to Reverend Castleberry about you over there the other day, and and some I, they want they they want to know did you finally get married? That's what I want to know. Well, no, my 
my mule is still being held, baby. I ain't got married yet. <laughs> I think that mule is just on. That mule done been put on hold, baby. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm still, you know, I'm still waiting to be found because, you know, the Bible says a man that finded a wife finded a good thing. So I'm kind of lost looking to be found, baby. <laughs> well, listen, bye, bye. Mother Baker, I just <laughs> I just want to let you know, because, see, you know, KHVN, before we had Internet, before we had uh-huh. Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh-huh. Twitter, it was you and Antonio uh-huh. Johnson. And you guys. That's right. I tell you what, we used to just burn them airwaves up. In the afternoon, baby, you couldn't touch us on Heaven 97. I don't care who you were, you can say that. But we had them secular folks be too, baby. <laughs> yeah, y'all was on. Because you know God love the truth. I'm not bragging and nothing like that. But I tell you what, we had the number one show. Mm-hmm. Who came and got love and laughter. And they got their souls blessed too, right at Heaven 97. Yep, yep. And, and they told me you've been in South Dallas over there off of MLK and peoples and yeah. all 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 yeah. of blackjack but see you got to, to to know the people you got to be with them so i didn't I, you know i was in every neighborhood baby from south dallas to north dallas you can find mother baker because i'm everybody's mother baby yes i know that and robert wow. she just made me think about something i remember drew had us go over there we did and Floyd Irving, I forgot about Floyd. Got to send a yeah, shout out to Floyd. Yeah, we did the, uh, we did that photo shoot, She's the old, first photo shoot in the hood in South Dallas. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, we was yeah. giving the people bread. We had <laughs> loaves of bread. Uh huh. Bye, bye, bye. Well, Mother Baker, uh, what are we gonna do about Donald Trump and and and, and Joe Biden? Oh Lord, you well, don't get... <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what they they might have to get somebody to to drug him on out of there, and, and I think that's what he kind of wants, just to. So somebody can feel sorry for him. So well, he got, I, I think they're just going to have to drag him out, sugar. Well, he got and, 19. Because, you know, he likes controversy. He got he nine, likes controversy, and he want to go kicking and screaming. He got 19 days to get up out of there. 12 o'clock hit on the yeah, 20th. It's over. It, it, they tell me he ain't even start packing nothing. He ain't called not one U-Haul. He ain't got no boxes from Walmart, nothing. Oh, Mother Baker, Baker. you're going to get us kicked off the radio. We already going to shut down. But I tell down. you what, I tell you what, they're there high one of them day crews down there, and they'll come get him out real quick. All they got to do is pay him a little money. They'll come get him out in the alley. Boy, I tell you that's what. what that's what they're going to have to do. Pay the American people some money and keep the, uh, keep the, you know, keep the people working. Get you some day workers. They'll get him out. Wow. Well, Mother Baker, we're going to get ready to get out of here, and I'm going to close out with Brother Joe Bagby. What could you say about Brother Joe Bagby, Mother Baker? I tell you what, Brother Joe Bagby was special. And not only was he special, he was anointed. And not only was he anointed, he was a handsome man. And everybody that knew him, male or female, can tell you all them things. He was smart. He was anointed, and he was a handsome man, sweet as pie, baby. I got cavities every time I talk to him. <laughs> wow. Well, Mother Baker, I tell you what, it's been fun yeah. talking to you. Robert, you got any question for Mother Baker before we get out of here? Well, I just want to thank Mother Baker for, for her for her motherly spirit. Uh, you know, we've always had a church mother. And when we think mm-hmm. about having 97 kids being, uh, Mother Baker was our church mother, and we're just so thankful that the Lord allowed Mother Baker, to be our church mother. 
Yep, she sure well, was. I just, you know, that that position, I was happy to feel it, baby. I was happy to feel it, sugar. Right. And by the way, we forgot, yeah. you got to send a shout out to Kirk Franklin and Tamla Mann and David Mann, all of these folks we watch out of Fort Worth who mm-hmm. took it to the next level. Go ahead, mother. Yeah, I tell you what, them my babies. I done raised them like I had them, sugar. And I tell you what, I'm going to always love them. And every time I see them, they better speak. If they don't, I'm going to get up my strap to them. And so they know better. <laughs> they going to say hi, baby. They going to say hi. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Mother Baker, we got to let you go. And we just. Well, I love y'all. Thank you so much for letting me just reminisce a little bit going down back down memory lane without having to go outside the house, baby. That's how you do it. That's how you stay COVID free. You can go down memory lane without getting out the house. Yes, right. That's uh, right. Well, happy, happy. <laughs> well, I love y'all here. Love you too, we mother. Love you too, mother Baker. Okay. Bye bye. About two years ago, I had a chance to go back home and visit with my family. And we had a little dinner there, and after the dinner, my grandfather was there with us, and his name is Deacon A.C. Smith. And I asked my granddaddy if he would after dinner was over, I asked him if he would come out on the front porch and sit down and talk to me. Well, we got on the front porch and I said, Daddy, will you sing me one of those old songs you used to sing? Well, my granddad had gotten a little old and he didn't really know what I was talking about. So I thought if I would sing one of those old songs, it would refresh in his mind. And I thought of one of those old songs that went something like this. Y'all remember this? In my vein, in my vein, in my vein, in my vein, while the blood running warm, in my vein. Well, wait. Looked like he came to himself. And I said, Granddaddy, would you please sing me a song? And look like he said this to me in a way that I will never forget. And you know what he told me? This is what he told me. He said, God got a way that you can't go over. God's got a way that you can't go under. God's got a way that you can't go around. He said, you must come in at the door yeah you must come in at the door well about that time the porch was rocking and he and I just sat there and we sing and the Lord came in and choir if you don't mind would y'all help me sing one chorus of that do y'all mind singing that with me Come on, we're going to sing it. Well, God's got a way that you can't go under. God's got a way that you can't go under. 
Thank you so much. My name is Cedric Bailey, and thank you to all of you that have been listening to us. I pray that we said a word of encouragement, and thank God for Heaven 97 for opening the doors. And uh, we know that what they say, when one door is closed, another one is open. I'd like to leave you with this precious moment of my good friend, the mentor, the legend, the voice of Heaven 97, KHVN, the late Joe Bagby. And to Miss Faye and family that listen to us faithfully here, thank you for sharing your husband and to the family, their dad, their papa, their uncle, with the listeners of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary Brother Joe Bagby.
Amen. 